welcome on to the first ever episode of the Ice Main Cross with the Brand Pickle Podcast. Name Pickle Main Gaming Show. Is it going to be the finished name? We'll see. We'll see in a few weeks. We might change it. But I mean, the most important thing is that we actually get this started. It's been in talks for so long that we start something like this. That I'm actually glad to finally see three faces because we have a special guest as well on my screen at the same time. Uh, so first off, I'm Brandon Pickle. Uh, I am a Twitch streamer. This is currently being recorded live on Twitch. But obviously, you might be listening to it at a later date on Spotify or whichever other podcast provider that you do enjoy. But I mostly stream on Twitch. Uh, I also have my own entertainment company, Brandon Pickle Entertainment. And I do a variety of jobs. I'm not going to bore you with all the details. <laughs> Name dropping all over the place, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, the reason that we've started this podcast, we wanted to... It's just give us a platform to discuss our different findings when it comes to video games. We constantly do it all the time as we're playing. And we think it'd be great to share that with the community. Which is where the special guest aspect comes in. So today we're joined by Shawnee MC. Shawnee MC, you can see him there on the screen. Hello, gents, how are we? Very, very well. Iceman, would you like to do a quick introduction of yourself before we go over to Shawnee MC? <clears throat> yeah, very similar to yourself. Um, I'm excited to get the podcast underway. Uh, it's something, like you said, it's been in the pipeline for a little while. We've got all manner of subjects that we're looking forward to talking about. So, yeah, uh, obviously I've, I've been streaming similar lengths to yourself, Bran. Yeah. Uh, Shawnee's been a little longer, he's a bit more of a veteran. The community for me has been the is the most enjoyable part especially just some of the characters we've met uh obviously they've got their own little communities i don't want to say bonding but <laughs> just being able to Branded, <laughs> communicate with them and enjoying the fun that's no, been good right so then moving on to you Sean. don't tell us too much about yourself because a bit later you're gonna get absolutely pickled and i'm gonna ask <laughs> you loads of different questions but give us a quick yes. brief introduction of yourself and how you found yourself onto this podcast today so I would say I've been streaming easily for years now, but I've only really took it seriously since lockdown. So, like, basically in the last few months, I've kind of ramped it up a bit more, a bit more, uh, taking it a lot more seriously, really watching what I'm doing, trying to entertain as best I can. And, like, I originally was just streaming for, like, my pals when they were working. And then I just thought, nah, let's actually, let's go for this a bit more. Um, And I've just been ramping it up with times I've been playing what I've been playing, networking, and now we're here. We're affiliating yourself. some fun bamboozling. That affiliate goal was nice to get, weren't it? It was nice oh, to get that and achieve that early on. It's something that, like, obviously everyone needs to try and get to. So, like, when you start streaming, you need to just go straight and play some games and see where you go. Ultimately, you're just trying to get that affiliate and then from there, start the partner. Yeah. But as soon as you hit that, like, because getting to affiliate, man, it's such a grind getting those viewers up. Mm-hmm. The, Organically as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it is tough. I can't even deny it. Like, if, if you do it, just completely completely on your own like basically just sitting playing games and just hoping people come and watch you i mean that's an uphill task man i mean you you, you need some support in some shape or form whether that be whether that be discords community help people uh, networking through twitch networking through twitter instagram facebook a lot you you need all the social media is massive yeah agreed massive getting you off the mark going back onto that point as well shawnee you said with affiliate it is quite funny you mention that just sitting there and playing games because whenever i mention to anyone like, about Twitch and what I do on Twitch, it's like, they just say, what? So you just sit in front of a camera and play games? That sounds sweet. And it's only when you actually get into the nitty-gritty bits of Twitch that you realise that is a bit of a pipe dream that will never actually come true. <laughs> you can't just sit there 
fucking play Call of Duty and yeah. expect to get thousands of views. It, it's never going to happen. There is people on the platform that do it, but they've had years and years of grind yeah, to get also to that point. The best in the world, so like, yeah. you can only pull off not having a camera and just playing COD without talking if you're mint at the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Who is it that does that? Is it Scumps? He literally doesn't talk, and it's just pure gameplay. A lot of them don't. A lot of the yeah. pros, when you watch the the Call of Duty League players, they they don't talk at all. It, they don't mm -hmm. interact with the chat. But like, got it, their actions on the game literally yeah. speak for themselves. Like, you can literally just watch in awe because they can do things that you can just don't even dream of doing just because they've got so much experience, so much more ability. Yeah. The knowledge in their game, their game sense, their, like, gun skills, just, like, so much better. And mm -hmm. it's just fun to watch. And that's when, like, when people always ask to me in general when they're talking about why do you watch games? Like, why why not just play them? Like, when I watch games, I, I can compare it to watching any other thing. Like, yeah. why do you watch something? I enjoy watching it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll like watch football. You can go play it. Well, obviously, but these guys are amazing. So you watch them. Or, That's a good comparison. Sports. Or you watch, for example, a comedy. Like, oh, why watch that? You can tell a joke yourself. Like, yeah. Because like, <laughs> you know, yeah. these guys are actually good at it. Like, they actually can combine jokes. And um, why do you watch fucking EastEnders? Or because it's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very good way of putting it. Like, I probably couldn't have said it better myself. So, is when you're looking then for different streams to join in, Sean, and obviously take part in the community, is that what you look for? You mostly look at the gameplay side of things. For me, it's a bit of both, to be honest. Like, I've I've been in people's streams where it's like their gameplay is amazing, and you actually just can't take their eyes off them. One guy I will mention is someone we've actually just very recently kind of networked with, and it's Hilder. And yeah. he's just recently hit affiliate, but he's been streaming for a good while, and his gameplay is insane. Like he's an absolute demon. Yeah, he, he might not talk, he might not say much, he might just every now and again say, "Look, guys, sorry, I'm, in, I'm concentrating." But you literally sit there and go, "Don't say a word, mate. You just keep killing everyone in the whole <laughs> world." But then on the other side, you can have people that either aren't that great at the game, or you know they're just doing some fun things and they're interacting, they're getting involved with like whoever's in chat. You're you're typing stuff, like giving them a lot yeah. of challenges and making their game entertaining for you or they're doing it already naturally organically right. there's so many entertaining streamers out there there really is like there's people's lobbies you can jump in um or their stream should i say and they just sat there chatting but it's hilarious what they're saying yeah. they are just entertainers whereas mm. like you said watching the actual high level players is just completely different so then ice what what do you look for then if you're going into a stream what are you looking what? for to find <clears throat> It's a combination of both, like Shawnee said, like most people. But when I watch, the reason I watch the high-level players, like, as you said, why would you want to watch a scump or formal or whoever you want to watch? The reason I do it is, one, to, to pick their brains, see how they operate in certain situations and apply it to myself. Yeah. Little shortcuts here and there, manoeuvres, things you wouldn't think of. Like, there's... A little thing that I've picked up that I've passed on to everyone, and it's like hopping from, for example, in Warzone, for those that play it, bottom blue, you can hop to the middle floor. I never would have thought of doing something like that if I hadn't watched Symphony. I just, You just don't process certain things that they do. Yeah. Um, and it's just off basically trying to pick them, whereas the other ones I do like interacting on a game like Among Us uh, or... I was watching a guy play Minecraft. I don't even like Minecraft. <laughs> Never played it in my hilarious. life. He was absolutely hilarious. And I, I was interacting with him in that. But it's just random things like that that keep me going back. Yeah. Um, it's finding that blend. Going on to what you've just mentioned as well about, like, the hilariousness. I follow a streamer who's very much... He comes into my stream quite a lot. His name's Paradoxal. Now, he was oh, yeah. playing a game called, like, House Turnover or something. And essentially, it's this game where you get a blank house and you just make it yourself. 
And he was just like in the chat, like, right, what should I add now? And they, they were coming out with the most random things. And I was in it and I was like, put a couch in, but it needs to have cow leather on it. And he was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go with the cow leather couch. And then he designed this whole entire house like based around this cow leather. So yeah, like you've just been saying that it's find that balance of community and gameplay, isn't it? A Which... lot of the time, like what I do do is I jump in games they're streaming that I've never played. I've always been intrigued. Um, so like I jumped into, is it Ghosts of, I can't even, is it Hiroshima or something? Ghosts of Hiroshima. <laughs> Hiroshima. Ghost of Hiroshima. Oh my god, imagine. So I jumped in that and wanted Just to a nuclear fallout game. <laughs> so do you, do you play as the, the, the little kid that like jumped in the swimming pool as the nuke landed? <laughs> it's basically all gilly duck, but. <laughs> and it's just watching games that may make me think, oh, I'm going to buy that. You know? like, yeah. Oh, it looks good. It's like it. You can watch gameplay videos on YouTube and stuff, but when you actually watch someone play it properly, it's it's a bit different. Well, the thing mm. is, when you get trailers or you get like leaks, the first thing everyone always wants to see is gameplay. Like, look at that recent yeah. Black Ops review, right? There was the in-game thing that was great, but think how many people could not wait for that multiplayer reveal just the last week. Yeah, and like I've I've watched no end of like, YouTube. YouTube videos. Yeah. To see what the game plays like because that's the ultimate way to find it obviously until you play it yourself yeah like, you can't really, i feel like when you watch like high level players as well as kind of good players but they're not like top level for example like tim the tatman that we've seen before like he's a great player but he's more of a kind of comic with regards to his gameplay yeah yes. it's a good gauge of like watching both the ends of the spectrum to see like how the game plays for good players average players bad players and then tim's probably my yeah. tim is probably my favorite at the moment because he has that good blend. He plays with the really good players, and obviously he has pretty good talent, but he's hilarious. Yeah. He comes out with some absolute blindness. Oh, laughters, man. And yeah. everyone everyone loves abusing him for being awful at the game. Like, when, he, when he's in a tournament, it's like, well, someone's got to be at the bottom of the tournament leaderboard, Tim. Stuff like that, innit? Like, that, that Fall Guys saga, where he, he took so Oh, long. my God. I, like, I, I just, like, I, I never turned on his notifications before because I just, like, followed him, jumped in every day in a game when I was seeing what he was playing. Just, like, I'll just go on Twitch, like, if I'm in a break at work or I've just got a bed run, I'll just go through streamers and hop in and see what's happening. I used to just jump in every now and again. Yeah. But as soon as that Fall Guys saga happened, I was like, oh, it's on. as soon as he's on, I don't care what I'm doing, I'm watching, I want to see this, I want to see this. Want... And what I couldn't get over was how much bad luck he got. It was insane, like insane. And it was just such good, uh, such some a good one. Some of the clips after he won, you know, the uh, is it the World Cup when we played Wales, maybe? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're in the pub. And, and in the box. Weird, yeah. Somebody commented underneath, is this real? Why would someone cheer? Right. <laughs> So we've got a few uh, messages in the Twitch chat actually already. So we've got we've got Jay um Jay McCall forty one who's quite a regular in Sean MC stream. He's popped in and he said, "I'm starting to question why I watch you and Shawnee. Are we just selling other streamers now in this business?" Yeah. And yeah, we've got we've it. got Biscuit Gaming who's quite a regular here on the Brandon Pickle channel and he support Tim's Wi-Fi is amazing too, which I think is a bit of a sly dig at me and my inability to stream anything unless it's from my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on on that note, I think it's a good turning point to move into one of the main topics is we're going to discuss what we've been playing this week. So I'm going to start off, and this week I have jumped into a brand new game. It's called Among Us. It's taken Twitch by storm. Uh, Sean MC, I know you've joined along because me and you have played together. 
and it made made me question our friendship quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> Ice Man, I know you've not played it, uh, but for those of you that are listening, you haven't played Among Us. Essentially, Among Us is it's a game where there's no fancy mechanics, there's no really intense 4K graphics. It's literally, you could draw it on Microsoft Paint, and it's about 40 megabytes long. Uh, you go into a spaceship. Yeah, so simple. There's like two buttons on the screen, and you walk around. Uh, ten of you drop into a spaceship, and two people in the spaceship are imposters. And their job as the imposters is to kill the other eight crew imposters. members. The other crew members have got jobs to do on the ship, and they have to work out who the imposters are who are trying to kill. And you start, you start, the gameplay element doesn't come from the game and what it gives you. It comes with who you're playing with. So when I was playing with Sean, we were playing with one of his friends from real life called Uncle Kyle. Now, Uncle Kyle knew Sean at the back of his hand, so when Sean was acting a bit out of character, we had Kyle saying, No, pal, Seanie would not have never done that task. Seanie would 100% of that task. Seanie's an imposter. So everyone voted him, and Kyle was 100% bang on. Shawnee was an imposter. Uh, Shawnee, tell us then, what are some of your thoughts then about Among Us? What brings it? What brings you to playing it? So, like, the, the change of pace, because so, I've been, like, constant war zone, but, uh, Rogue Company, like, yeah. just to put something completely different was just so refreshing. But this mm-hmm. game, it's, like, the most simple game that's just the best fun. So, like, for me, the, like, aspect of trying to deceive others yeah. is just rare. It's just, like, like, just make them heads gone not a clue so if you're like um for me it's like a kind of cluedo-esque game which i love absolutely love. Yeah, so like you're a crewmate and you're just cutting about doing your task and what i love is the potential interaction with like whoever's in your chat or streaming so like i had a few of my mates like saying do this do that how about try this oh i think it's them because miles you were in and yes. then I had greg and stuff. my mate greg ended up winning me one of the games as an imposter because he was like yeah set the reactor off while they're all going doing that stupid task <laughs> completely forget. i was like sound reactor on and they're all going oh, all go to this task and then they just completely forgot and we won the game oh but yeah me, I, <laughs> we followed that guy didn't we, we, we this guy went the, he's definitely an imposter and he went I've got one challenge left it's over here and so someone in the lobby went right everyone follow him and we'll go and see if he does it and then if the bar goes up we know he's an impo- he's, a, he's not an imposter so we all fucking follow this guy and then uh, I, I was looking I was like where's Shorty gone here and we all get to this station and the reactor's going off and everyone's just staring and Shorty just turned up like two minutes late and it just clicked in my head, and I went, Sean, he's an imposter. Don't mind me, guys. I'm just a little bit late. <laughs> so, like, the reactor, if you, like, you can basically sabotage loads of things, and you can turn the lights off, put the reactor on, you can mess with the communications at any point. And yeah. if you put the reactor on, two people have to go and, like, both, like, touch a button, and then it, like, goes off. Mm-hmm. But because the entire, like, squad were like, nope, we'll all go and follow this guy. I think he's lying. I was like, on. <laughs> Yeah. But, from, but honestly, the best bit for me is like the just constant back and forth between everyone. Yeah. Like, it just turns mental. Like there's malice. Everyone knows that. There's like constant call outs. Like my favorite part of that entire bit it wasn't even the imposter one. It was me singling out one of them who I thought was an imposter too. The first one was it was uh, Bowden and this other guy, Copia, went down and like I was on the cameras watching and they both went into this room. And I was like, oh, okay, there they go. They go in a room right sound there up there. Next minute, only one comes out and I was like, oh my God, no, it's him. It's him. So I like ran away, found the body and I was like no Kopi it's you mate and he was like what are you talking about I was like you went into that room with Bowden and then only one you came out nah nah it wasn't me mate I was like I literally just watched you what you talked about <laughs> nah 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 it nah, wasn't me Friendship so then everyone, oh. everyone's questions are going like did you definitely 
did you definitely? I was like, mate, I fucking watched him do it. And they're like, oh, but you could just be saying that. And I'm like, mate, I fucking watched him do it. So then what? he got chucked out as the imposter. But the best one for me was when one of the guys was cutting about the left-hand side and we were going, spit. So I had to challenge them. I was like, mate, why were you on the left-hand side? Oh, I was just checking my tasks. All right. But where were your tasks though? Just like on the, on the map out of interest. Oh, they were on the right. All right. So why were you on the left? Um... I was just seeing if my tasks were there. I was like, well, why would you go on the left? You can see it in the map. If they're on the right, there's no reason for you to be on the left. I, 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 I was just cutting about. I was like, nah, you're an imposter. And everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> I loved it as well. Oh. One of the games, I was the imposter. And I was like, it was my first time being the imposter. And I was like, yeah, cutting about. Here we go, Brad. And I walked into this room. And Shawnee was sat there doing a task. And I was like... Oh, he is getting it. Killed Shawnee first. And I just got a text message off him saying, you fucking cunt. And that was it. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just sitting there just being like, here we go, doing the task. I'm very good at crew, mate. Dead. Just it is dead. a matter of who's the best liar, isn't it, really? I was getting yeah. called out as being like a, an absolute deception con artist, which I was all for. <laughs> It really shows everyone's primal instincts as well. Like you get the same people every every like game. They're coming out as the lead. They're like, right, where were you? What were you doing? Right, interrogating everyone. And then you have those people that just like sit back and chill and just like listen, observe until it's like their time and they know for definite someone. So it's it's you like can play it so many ways. Can yeah, you? and that's it. Looks that's... a lot more enjoyable playing with people you know or you at least have rapport with. For example, it would be mm. hilarious watching me and Sean because like you said earlier, well, that's not fucking Randy does. He's oh, been yeah. an absolute fucking McShandy now. And if you're trying to lie to the other person, like, what the fuck are you talking about, Sean? He'd be like, well, you're lying. No, I'm not. You're lying. Look. Well, that was the issue with Kyle because like, he basically went, he was like, Sean, how many tasks you got left? And I was like, eh, I had none because I was an imposter. Yeah, I wasn't even doing tasks. I was like, eh, hold on. I think it was like, I think it was only three I had left. He was like, no, if not, no chance you would have completed the ball by that time. There's no way. I know Sean. He would have definitely completed the ball like five minutes ago. No, he's an imposter. I'm like, Kel, what are you talking about? They're all over the ship. Nah, doesn't matter. You would have definitely done it. And I was like, a bit. You've got to kind of, the reason it makes it better is because you've actually got to try and outsmart your opponent in that. Aspect. A bit of context Brand on that as well. Uncle Kyle was like, what, two bottles of Bucky in as well? So he was steaming. <laughs> So we knew what he was, he was so passionate about this as well. He was giving it absolute ham. Like, no man, yeah. sure, I know she only better than anyone in here. And he definitely is the imposter. I'm sitting absolutely pissing myself going, I can't even like challenge it because because he knows he's right. No matter what I say, I can't convince anyone. Because he was trying to go, no, no. So <laughs> you got to do that double bluff. Well, what if it's you, Kyle? But the thing <laughs> is, that, that we've done that a couple of times with like someone. So like if like I was an imposter, I'd be like, but you know, surely you're just saying that because you're trying to convince us it's not you. Like that's obviously why you done that. And I'd be like, no. And then they start getting defensive, even though they've got nothing to worry about. Because why would they be guilty? They've not done it. Yeah. Like, no, but, yeah. They're like, but why? Why would you follow him in there though? There's no reason for you to follow him in there. Because, <laughs> uh, because I mean, no, I, I know I didn't have a task there. What do you mean to have a task there? I know, I know. I was just because I felt safe around him. I mean, if you were safe around him and then he died, then clearly you were trying to kill him and someone else got there first. No, I, I, what? no no chance. That's not what happened. And then next minute they all turn on him and you're just sitting there like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was that There was that one I did as well where I was up in the, uh, like, up in the generator room with some guy and he was like, Bram Pickle, why didn't you turn off the alarm? And I was like, I did turn off the alarm at the Cobus 25043. And he was like, 
well, no, you never, because I was stood next to you. And I was like, listen, mate, you are not you are pulling on this on me. I set that alarm off. You didn't. You must be the imposter. And Ed just turned on him and kicked him on the ship. <laughs> and then I was like, after game, I was like, I'm so sorry, man. I needed to win. I needed to win. Oh, it's so good, man. Right, shall we move on? Shall we move on from Among Us? We've had quite a large discussion about that there, and I think we've really gone into depth on the the game itself. If you are interested in playing Among Us, it's about £4 on the Steam Store, or completely free on the Android Store and Apple Store. It's Uh, free on the App Store, yeah. Yeah, it's worth a go. Plug some headphones in, play with your friends, set up a Discord chat, it's a lot of fun. And if you are listening and you want us to play with us, drop us a message and we're more than happy to accommodate and play. Sadly, I can't stream it. I'd absolutely love to stream that game. Uh, but I can't because my computer can't handle it. Uh, Why can't you stream it, bro? My computer can't handle it. It's literally the smallest file in the world. But I stream off a Windows Surface tablet. <laughs> uh, because my desk is tiny. It is literally like a like a teenager would have if they were revising for the GCSEs. And I've obviously got all the streaming equipment on it. I've got a Wi-Fi dish on it. I've got a 27-inch monitor. The only thing worse would be like a lab bedside table or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or, or a chest of drawers. Yeah, like a little tiny like two chest of drawers or something just sitting on that you've got a live back to even see. But it's basically a wooden bedside table. That was the only thing that would work. 100%. Uh, Miles, yeah, what yeah. have you been playing this week? That so you... this week I have predominantly been playing Avengers. Uh, Marvel Avengers recently downloaded that. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Tell... I'm going to do a review video for YouTube uh, at some point, probably next week. Um, oh, nice. But no, it's, it's it's a lot of fun, and obviously yourself, you've got it. Yeah, uh, Shawnee's toying with the idea along with others that we know, like Jay and so forth. Uh, but no, it's good fun, mate. Yeah, I think with on that note, this Avengers game, from what I've seen, it's similar to Among Us. It's better with friends. It's predominantly a co-op game. It's a co-op experience, but it does have a very. I finished a single-player campaign now, and what I will say in that regards is it starts off very very strong, and it sells the idea really really well they have left it very much open to this big multiplayer world and that theme recurs throughout the single player campaign and they're always focusing on well you can do you can do this in the online game and they're very much opening it to be a lot bigger than they are very destiny like very destiny like which i think predominantly is a very hard sell to sell a game to people which they are going to be playing this game for weeks and weeks and months and months. So many big games coming out that is that really what you want to be trying to sell as a game developer? Or do you want to sell a finished package to start? Yeah, I think obviously, like you said, their their plan is to try and entice people with the DLC that keeps being released. Yeah. Uh, but there are, you are going to get people that can't be bothered to keep paying for add-ons and additional extras and stuff like that. Mm. But hopefully, it's, it's got a lot of potential. It is obviously a next-gen game as well. Yeah. So it depends whether they do change anything or mix it up on the next-gen. A lot of consoles uh, have said that they're going to do cross-generation play as well, which will be interesting. Yeah. So, for example, I know people that are not getting the next-gen console straight away. You'll still be able to play with them online, which is good. Um, but it's got... It's got a lot of potential to go forward. Like I remember when Destiny came out, it it was promoted as a ten year game. It was it was going to be a decade game, Very and then Destiny Two came out like three years later, and I was like, oh okay, <laughs> that lasted long. But, money, um, money talks. The, the, it does exactly. 
uh, and it was such a hit, Destiny, when it did come out, that they had to. They had, to. even though I do feel Destiny Two is pretty much the same game, uh, just with a slightly different tweak. The online is what captured me, and yeah. I'm hoping Avengers will do the same. I've not cracked online yet, as you know, but mm-hmm. um, I'm making my way through the campaign. I'm almost finished, and then we can hopefully smash it online together. Here's one then for you. With that in regards, would a better approach have been to release the multiplayer as a free-to-play game and then have the single-player campaign experience as an additional buy-on? So you pay £20 and you can play the Avengers initiative, the assembling of the Avengers campaign, but then you've got the multiplayer as a free-to-play experience. And then, very similar to the Call of Duty Warzone model, where they've got this brand new game that's massive and it's free-to-play. But then so many elements come from the paid multiplayer experience that they're going to create those sales. Well, look at Halo. Halo uh, Infinite announced that their online, or their multiplayer, should I say, is free-to-play. So I think it's going to be an avenue a lot of people take, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I was actually going to touch on just when you were talking about Destiny. I think they actually missed a massive trick because if they went down the same route as the likes of Fortnite and Warzone and had a completely free-to-play game with pure microtransactions, I think it would still be Destiny. It would just still be Destiny 1, and it would have transitioned to Season 2, similar to Fortnite, similar to uh, Modern Warfare. Warfare, like there's so many games now that are going for free. Everything, yeah. Because I think Destiny Two as is would just be called Destiny Season Two, and yeah. I think people would still be playing it like even more than they already are. Because Fortnite, how unbelievably massive that became. Yeah, I don't think no one thought that. Like, and then everyone's hot. Literally, everyone's hot on board. Like, like you say, Halo Infinite. It's mad how Fortnite became what it is. It really like I remember when did it come out? Was it like 2017 or something like that? I think it was maybe I want to say three years ago. I can actually probably get a, a decent because decent I remember time. there was <laughs> I remember literally to the to the minute you you messaged me about a month after it came out and you were going, Randy, listen to me. You need to download Fortnite, and I'm like. No, I don't, it looks stupid. It's cartoon. <laughs> this guy, battle this royale. Guy doesn't fucking listen, okay? <laughs> I'm, 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 pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you... Well, I think I might still have it saved on uh, Snapchat. And it says something along the lines of, like, Randy, Apex Legend. There we go. Apex, though, that shit is gold. And that must have been, like, a month into the game, right? It literally just come out, MSM, like, this shit is gold. And look at it. Free to play, microtransactions. I love Apex. Whatever. Fortnite said it as well. This is class. He's like, that. nah, I don't know, it looks a bit shit. Don't think so, take off. Over you know, in... The only one I'm not too big on is, uh, was it Rogue, Rogue Company? Is Rogue Company. The third person oh, one. Yeah. But me and Brad, for this. On you go, Brad. The only one I can't, I, I tried it, I'm just a bit like, nah. Again, it goes into that, you need the team experience. Now, a few people in the chat, we've got Jay J McCall back in the chat. He says that Fortnite has set the bar for that free-to-play standard. Definitely. They rely a lot on DLCs and add-ons. I mean, Fortnite makes mega money. How? Because the, it's all cosmetics. Like It doesn't affect the game in any way. But they've, they've, they've somehow their mastered this craft. Their audience as well is young kids. Yeah. Majority yeah. of them as well. Their mates got it, I need it too. Their mates got it, I need it better. The yeah. whole school will have it. They'll go yeah. to school and everybody will have it. Everyone has and the new be Captain like, America Well, you remember, we're all a similar age. When we were all younger, mm. for me anyway, it was all Pokemon cards. I went to school, everyone had Pokemon cards. Mm. Mum, I want Pokemon cards. It's the same thing now, but with video games. Yeah. So, what did you... the amount of money I must have... <laughs> Ooh, the shiny star, mate. 
my parents spent on cards is probably the same as these kids now with skins and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It really is. Just transitions, doesn't it? Yeah, and like, you know, like match attacks and all that kind of stuff. Football cards. Yeah. It's the all. Canini sticker, man. Like, Power Pod men or whatever they were, the football <laughs> You know, I yeah, used to be. I used to work as a children's entertainer, and one thing that I always used to tell my, I was like the manager of it, so I used to t- teach the other staff what to do, and I used to always say the easiest people to sell to is children. All you gotta do is get them excited. You gotta say, "Oh my god, come to this party! It's gonna be amazing! It's gonna be so much fun!" And then they will pester their mums and dads for hours until they get what they want. And when you're on holiday, it's even easier. That's why it works. Like yeah. you said, it, it looks perfect for the children's it appeals to the children mm. yeah. whereas apex didn't quite do as well did it it did take off because i think they had a, had a different uh, audience yeah. Went for. yeah you had a different audience didn't you more like us basically because it was yeah. more realistic it was more a bit more call of duty what we used to because uh, it was that in between phase weren't it there weren't really Call of Duty World War Two was it before Modern Warfare? Mm. That had kind of died a little bit. There was this bit of a dead zone. Apex came out and everybody just jumped on it. Absolutely jumped on it. And then I'm sure we talked about this before, Bran. Yeah. Like Apex just got caught up at a point where when Warzone was cut, like it was just about to kind of start taking off. Yeah. And then, like, Fortnite brought brought more stuff back in, like with a new season, and then Warzone kicked off, and then it just kind of went. Downhill. And the one thing for me was the game modes that they had were so limited. It was basically trios or nothing. So like, yeah, yeah, trios is such a good one because quads was wanted for so long. And you know what the games are like and what game developers like. No matter what the community says, nine times out of ten they just don't do it. Even yeah, if yeah. like millions of people are like no, we want quads, we want quads, or we want duos, we want this. They're like, well, this is the game. They can be so stubborn sometimes, and sometimes you just go, why are you not listening, man? Well, it yeah. is a bit ridiculous, and I, I do think Fortnite do listen to their community to some extent. Um, one thing I like about Fortnite, I don't know how much you two follow it, but they do like community events within the game. Yeah. Oh, I've been a, been a part of them, man. Did you ever see the Travis Scott one, where it was well, like a full-blown concert and just everything, man? It was. Well, I'm a massive, massive marshmallow fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, wow, we're learning a lot about you today, Sean. <laughs> yeah, massive creamfields and all that, right? So that event was happening. I was like, I have, I have to be in it. So I was at um, one of our friends' uh, mum's. She was opening like a cafe. So it was like we were going there to like the big opening, and I just went like to the sales. I thought I've got to do this, and I just went on Fortnite Mobile. And just like that, <laughs> concert. and then I ended up like screen recording it and like putting it on Twitter. Like, yeah, couldn't miss it, mate. It was good though. It was brilliant. And I was insane. I'd like to see more of that in the realism of, of Warzone and stuff. Like they did their little event for the Black Ops reveal, Cold War reveal, but it didn't really have any substance. Like it was, it was quite fun doing it, but at the end, nothing happened and the trailer played. I was yeah. like, mm. okay, you could have done something more there. Like you could have changed the map you could have done something that had people like fucking whoa what the fuck yeah they didn't like like, the entirety of the dance and then roll into this new age because as well Mm. with with that i'm really surprised that the black ops developers haven't capitalized on the war zone popularity at the minute we've seen a lot of multiplayer we've seen a lot of single player campaign how why and how have they not talked about how war zone is going to implement 
We we yeah. we, uh, we spoke about this the other day when we were playing Warzone, uh, and there's rumours that they they may not even make. They just may carry on with the Warzone as it is now, uh, and just update it. Uh, which I hope they don't. I hope they have their own entire mode in in the game. Yeah, because I think the basically what they were talking about was like Warzone is a standalone game, and, it, and that's like the fact. It's a standalone mm-hmm. game, and they're from what I've heard is they're basically just going to have like the Warzone map change it, similar how you see Apex with like Kings Canyon, and then it changed to was it World's End or World's Edge? Yeah. Basically something like that, but like just completely change. And then I don't know if they'll change the gun mechanics to to suit how Cold War plays, or they'll just have I can't all the guns it. and just add them in. But then you, you go, know, like, will the metas even change? Like, what what if they add in like a an M4 that's from Cold War, but it's it's garbage, and you just be like, well, no one uses it, so it, it basically yeah. doesn't change, and all it is is a new map. I've been thinking about this an awful lot the past few days, Sean. And what I think they can do with this is solve a lot of the issues that Warzone currently faces, which is. There's a gun. Everyone uses that gun. The internet now is rife. As soon as Nick Merckx or all those big streamers go, look, it's the Bruin, it's overpowered. Look, it's the Origin, it's overpowered. Everybody you uses it you could create a system where guns essentially get vaulted. So in Season 7 of Warzone, the Origin's been vaulted, the Bruin's been vaulted. Get on with it, find a new gun. You know what I mean? You've got well, half of the Cold War guns, half of the Modern Warfare guns. And every season, the entire guns are changing. And it's like, is the org going to be the gun? And it creates that excitement without having to nerf guns and try and constantly try and balance it. They can just go, you know what? We're going to take the brewing out of the game for a little bit. Have a go. Because they're going to have a, a massive collection of guns. Like, we know the AA-12 shotguns coming to Warzone. We yeah. know all these other guns are coming. And they're still adding these guns to Modern Warfare. There's going to be, Once if you add all those guns and the uh, Black Ops guns, there's going to be about 40, 50 guns in the game, man. Hopefully they go that road. I'd rather they have their entire mode themselves and create their own little thing. Just just bounce off the efforts of Warzone. Yeah. Um, because although I didn't play Black Owl, I've heard it was hit and miss. Like, people... So, the biggest yeah. problem with Blackout, I played a lot of it, and it just wasn't great. It's... Like, it felt like the guns you had and the engagements you had were just, like, too far apart. So, like, seeing, like, uh, Warzone, what we have just now, mm-hmm. you can pick your guns for your engagement and you can vary it quite well. So, for example, if you have M4, MP5, one of the standard combos for most players, yeah, mid-range, relatively long-range, short-range. Then if you were super long-range, you have, like, a sniper and a brune or something, right? Seeing Blackout, you would pick up guns because there was no loadouts, and you would have a setup, and you just all the fights were long to mid range, which was it just felt as if like the time to kill was so long, mm. you just constant armor hits, constant armor hits. It just felt like it was they just didn't do it right. So well, that's what I'm hoping they've learned from the mistakes. Yeah. Hopefully. But um, like you were saying, Brian, and um, sorry, Mills, you were saying about the vaulting of guns. Yeah. So. Fortnite done this so well. People, there was outrage, right, with certain vaults and certain nerfs. But mm. what that ha- what that uh, incited was people playing the game. So yeah. like they'd be like, this is a joke, this is a joke, and they would go in and still play it. Oh, I can't believe that's been vaulted. Oh, it's so trash. Every time I use it, it's so trash. But they still play it. Jay McCall drops a really good point in the chat. He said the problem they're going to run into is people purchase blueprints and camos 
And once people have spent money, you cannot allow them to not use that. Mm. Which puts a bit of a spanner in the work. Yeah. Or, <laughs> Still there, Brad. You basically yes. said that. Yeah, 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 which it, it is a good point. Like, you, you're looking at consumer rights then, which gets very complicated. Well, what, what, what I'll say on that point is, I mean, I think they can they, they could probably easily bypass it and just, like, cite almost any game in the recent 10 years. And, like, for example, Destiny 1. How many cosmetics could you have bought? Destiny 2 can't use them. Uh, FIFA, that's the best example. All yeah. the team, you have a full team, you can spend whatever you want. FIFA 17 to 18, can't use them. Start mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So they could just go, well, that was old Warzone, this is new Warzone, can't use them. And you could go with, uh, well, if you want to use that gun, you can go and use it on Modern Warfare. You can go and use it on Black Ops. Yeah, it's still there, it's still available. Like, those servers are still be open. And then once they pass, I don't know, call it five years, they can go, well, look, it's long enough now. Yeah. Is it confirmed that Cold War is even getting the Battle Royale mode? It's even... confirmed that it's going to be Warzone. As a standalone game, Warzone's basically yeah. now officially Warzone. So, like, it's just Call of Duty, Warzone. We've got Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and then it's going to be Call of Duty, Cold War, like Black Ops, Cold War. So, Call of Duty Warzone, is that confirmed that that is now becoming a Cold War setting, or is that still just rumours? I think that's, that's rumours. So no one knows, do they? With that in mind... I think would be a good time to move on to the next part, which we were going to talk about this at the beginning, but as naturally we've been flowing really well, I've now decided to put it in this part of the podcast. We're going to talk about the most recent uh, tournament. Now, if you don't know, if you are new and listening to this for the first time, every single Sunday I put on a Call of Duty tournament. The most recent one was a Warzone tournament, which was trios. We had lots of players. Ice Main and Sean MC were both part of the tournament while I was doing overall commentary. And we had seven teams play this week, which was really good. Boys, do you want to tell us your initial thoughts before I tell everyone how you got on? How do you think the tournament went? If you could go back to yesterday, what would you do differently? Uh, Kill more players, (laughs) win more games, die less. Right. So, (laughs) get more points. Miles, if you could change anything about yesterday, what would you change? change anything there were games where we, we we could have played better we got a bit unfortunate on a few uh it just is the way it is to be fair yeah nothing to do with the tournament i don't think um, i would just think that we played it was just one just criticism one. Uh, so let's go through the tournament let's talk about a few of the different players so in round one Sadly, we've seen the demise of Shawnee MC's team, which consisted of Shawnee MC, Iceman, and Dazovic. You weren't, you weren't miles behind. You were only knocked out at the very, very last minute. Uh, Empire Crusher also got knocked out, and a good friend of ours, Jamie Don's gaming team, uh, got knocked out, which was some pretty big plays to go out early. Obviously, Jay Don, he's quite prone to winning these tournaments. Shawnee MC's won a fair few of them. And ultimately, it came down to the winner, which was a new one, the first ever time to join the Warzone tournament, which was Hilda's team. Everyone that, yeah, everyone that played in that tournament, I'm going to put the Absolutely. Twitches yeah, in the description of the podcast, so feel free to go and check them out. But I think that's all we will talk about. And we're going to move on to our last segment of the day, which is, it's time for Shawnee MC to get pickled by... Me and Iceman, we've got lots of different questions to ask him, and he's going to ask answer them in his best way. Iceman, would you like to start off? Have you got any questions that you really want to ask Sean MC live what on? What do I want to ask? It's going to be a simple one. Obviously, I've played and known Sean for four. You're probably talking ten years. I remember us playing FIFA 10, so it's got to be longer than that. Over your 
gaming career what in your eyes is your crowning achievement what's the the thing you're most proud of gaming in general like whether it be an achievement you did a game you platinumed something you won tournament wise money wise what what's the biggest thing that you're proud of this is a funny one actually it's a minor batch i'll try and condense it obviously as best i can we used to play rainbow six vegas religiously don't know if you remember that game and yeah, yeah. brilliant game so then rainbow six vegas oh, 2 came out and it was even better so we had like a clan and stuff game battles the lot uh the bta we were called um i was bta shift and we had a kind of rival clan back in school on game battles as well very similar records really good and we'd never ever played each other this was and two we... teams in the same school yeah so oh, like wow. so we had like our demons and they had but then they had like one guy from our school uh, his mate and then like outsiders so he like kind of recruited from outside and we were just all mates that were just class at the game just all from the same area all from mm. the same school and it, we'd never played each other we'd never played gbs we'd never got each other in tournaments it, we just always missed each other and then we finally played each other we just organized the game and it was on calypso casino and it was oh, last map yeah, honestly so we were attacking and we'd just done a one and done it was a case of this is it all or nothing Flip a coin, we'd attack, we'd defend. Oh, really? Yeah. One round wins it all? Yeah, we, we, we were like, we're going to do best of three, best of five, but they were not having it because they knew we'd beat them. It was as simple as that. <laughs> so they wanted to try and joke us out of it. So we played this game and we managed to sneak back, sneak down back stairs and get the bomb all the way up to the helipad within the first five or six minutes. And then from then on in, it was honestly the largest battle I've ever seen in my entire life on that helipad of back and forth. We ended up just getting up the stairs towards like the top helipad. Everyone died apart from one guy, this random guy called Daytex. I don't even know if he's even alive anymore. But he's just a random man. Managed to get it and secure it with like seconds to go. And I can't even describe like the, the elation and then the chat and it was just the best thing ever. And it was one of those ones that it might not be like a kind of tournament win or like achievement or record but see like that was honestly a year worth of like toxic carnage between two teams back and yeah. forth. An accumulation of like a yeah. Yeah, it was, it was so good, so good. Fair enough. What about you, Brian? My crown, right? My crown achievement's actually super easy. Everyone knows the classic game Pokemon Red, right? <laughs> when about last year, the obviously the newly released Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu came out. And I made it my mission to catch 151 of the original Pokemon and did it. Which, for me, was like, it was a childhood dream. And, you know, I I took a picture of it when it showed me, but I was like, hey, guess who's just caught all 151 Pokemon? It was actually pretty easy on that game, but that will ignore that. And that's it, really. Because it peaked my childhood. Go on, Icewind, why we've had mine and Shawnee's, what is your crown achievement? There's been moments over the years of, of little, you know, achievements within games. Um, yeah. Like me and Shawnee, we used to play FIFA religiously back mm-hmm. in the day. Winning, one. Winning Division one. 1. for Yeah, just crazy. We number one in the like for Crazy stuff like that. Um, the number one team on NBA. But it, I wish I streamed back then rather than now because I was a much better player when I was younger in every game. You just had more time to put into it, didn't you, when we were mm. all younger? Um, but for me, it was I actually made it onto telly for, for COD 4 um, back in the day. Um, That's a big achievement. Big NDF? Yeah, yeah, big NDF. Come third in Europe, uh, which at the time was fucking massive for me. Like when I was 16, you're just like, this is mental. But 
after that, that was the only tournament I've ever really. Well, I did a few, but then and then I retired to stop playing video games for or just fuck about on FIFA. I was like, why did you stop? You should have just carried on, man. Just keep plugging away. Hmm. But What's funny about that? It is. It, it is what it is. I remember watching because th- this is like when I knew Miles like easily in the first year of like knowing him. Mm-hmm. And I was flicking through Sky. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it was on whatever the, the tournament XG was called. TV, yeah. right? And I'm flicking through the telly on Challenge, right? Do you remember that, pro- that yeah, remember yeah, the channel? Yeah. And it said X League TV Call of Duty 4. And I was like, ah, fuck it, let's chuck this on. Who's on? This absolute clown. Natural definition hero. The way it happened is actually quite hilarious because... I, I, I used to be I used to play it a lot but I was more Halo COD was my si- second game like my side piece Halo was that was the game I competed at solo with a team wanted to become the best in Europe COD was a side piece and my friend Steve at school similar to yourself Sean he'd be like oh I've got a game battles team I've got an ex-league team can you jump in and help us when we when we need it when we need to play yeah whatever so I was a bit of a mercenary come in win a few games and then piss off back to Halo and he comes in one day and he goes, Miles, if we win this game, we're on telly. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Steve? No, Miles, if we win this game, we're going on telly. I'm like, okay. And my heart starts fucking pounding. I'm like, well, you never told me this before, Steve. You want me to come up clutch now? What the fuck? Thankfully, we fucking battered him. It was like 3-0, three, three, three games to zero. But I was... Is, the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life. And then you go down to London and you've got these big bloody, it's in a massive tower. I can't remember the building it was in. And you're sat directly opposite. Now we were just some absolute McShandies. It'd be like the three of us competing in a tournament, right? Just random oh. McShandies in this tournament. And opposite us, you've got this guy who flew over from fucking Netherlands, uh, a French guy, a Scottish guy and an English guy. They're all in fucking fully sponsored. Uh, what was the team called? Is it Deserto? Oh, no, Dignitas. It was Dignitas. Dignitas. They had full fucking like you know like the, the gaming uh, strips they wear, like yeah, full strips. I'm sat there in my bloody Halo T-shirt, <laughs> the gap my, jumper, <laughs> my Laker shorts or whatever. I'm like, yeah, we're getting we're getting absolutely pumped here, boys. <laughs> like this is going to be embarrassing, but. It was good fighting. It was a good experience, to be fair. Right. Okay. I have got another question then for you, Sean. This one is a bit of a setting of the scene. All right. Picture this, Sean. You're back five years ago. I'm guessing. <laughs> five years ago is an estimate. You're back at university. You and Dazovich, Dazovich Clips on Twitter, are living in the same house, the same apartment, the same flat. You've just gone back to work in a restaurant. You're coming home from work. You're wandering down the street. And suddenly, a massive idea pops into your head. And the question, Sean, is, is what's your go-to subway order? It's actually funny. I didn't expect that at all. Really funny you say this. If I could show my online banking without people stealing my details, I would. (laughs) I got today. And what did you order? Well, Bran, it's funny you should ask that. Do you order the same thing, Sean, every time? Yeah. Everyone orders the same thing every time at Subway. You, you don't change your subway order. It's like <laughs> you're away. It's the fucking slogan, mate. Oh, go so, on. So what? What is it? It's a footlong. Yeah, obviously. Hearty Italian. Mm-hmm. Oh, good man. Cheese toasted. Oh, yeah. chicken tikka. Oh. We then move on out of the toasted oven. Lovely, tasty, smells fantastic. <laughs> we then add mixed peppers. Lovely. We add jalapenos. Okay. We then we then move 
on from there because we don't like lettuce because I'm funny with lettuce. I don't know why. I feel like they just don't wash it. So fuck that. So then we go into sauces, and then this is the game changer. Okay, you ready for this? Sweet chili sauce and barbecue on a chicken tikka soup with jalapenos. <laughs> that's it. That's an elaborate mixture. Jeez, I, got, I don't even know what that tastes like. Amazing! It tastes like gold. It tastes like pure <laughs> nectar. And then I got a latte, and I got an iron brew. Oh, classic! Oh, of course, he has an iron brew. Was was it iron brew extra? Or- original recipe iron brew well i'd like to point out that the current incarnation of iron brew is not the original because they fucked the sugar tax thanks Gene uh, Oliver. You. <laughs> so it was just the the, the the classic iron brew that's like no sugar but what can you do there was no 1901 yeah but sean vital question do you get the free cookies at the end or six, or do you even get a cookie? I sometimes get a cookie because usually I have panel chocolates or yum yums in the car at all times. So. <laughs> See, I'm a crisp man. When I get a subway, I have to get crisps. I don't know what, what it is. Thai sweet chili sensations, chili heat wave Doritos. You know, maybe a nice cool original Dorito. I'm a, I'm a spice Ooh, boy. I like I like the spice of life. And I feel like a sandwich isn't complete without a crisp combo. Have you ever had a crisp sandwich? It hasn't. Have you? Everyone's had a crisp sandwich, guys. (laughs) That's like a childhood classic. I bet there's some randies listening like, what? The best shit is spicy bikers in a roll. (laughs) Spicy biker roll. You know what that does, right? I used to get that in school. You go to the van. See, if you get two rolls and four packs of spicy bikers, you could literally run football for three hours straight. It was like, I don't know, crack cocaine or something. Nah, I don't know. If, spi- if the makers of Spicy Biker are listening and would like to uh, sponsor the podcast, feel free. Uh, Sean has just absolutely sold your product as the next Red Bull. <laughs> Listen, it used to be Tato, now it's Golden Wonder. I mean, they're moving up in the world. Yeah. Uh, right. To finish off this podcast, Sean, I've got some quick fire questions for you, right? You can't think about the answer. You have to say the first one. It's going to be in an LB format as well. It's not going to be you have to think. Uh, the first one is chocolate or crisps? Crisps. The next one, you're having a roast dinner. Is it roast beef or roast chicken? In the bin. In the bin. Chinese or Indian food? Chinese. Emmerdale or Coronation Street? Corey. Bran Pickle or Ice Main? Shawnee Mac. <laughs> and on that, right, on that note, I think that's a very good point to end. Very fast thinking from Shawnee. Uh, so that has been the first ever uh, Pickle Main podcast. Uh, Shawnee Mac, first off, thank you for coming and joining us. Shawnee Mac. And For everyone listening, pleasure. where can people find you and find more about your shenanigans and your subway sandwiches? Bamboozler. So stream on Twitch. It's Shoney Mick. S H A U N Y M C. Um Twitter's Shoney Mick Gaming. Instagram the same. Um I post my clips, I post my streams, I try and post times, but with work back in the full flow now. Yeah. It's mainly after 6pm British Standard Time um, or weekends or I'm going to try and do some early morning ones when I can get the chance but 
That's where you find this heckin' bamboozler. At all things. Wicked. And then, obviously, my co-host for the stream, Icemane, where can the people find you? No, I just want to say thank you, everyone, to who did watch and who had yeah. watched. Uh, I've had a lot of fun. I could have done this for hours, you know. Um, I was thinking the same, but we have to call it quits. We can always carry on <laughs> afterwards when the cameras go off. Heartbreak, actually. Heartbreak hotel. The uh, the guys can find me on Twitch. Uh, it's Ice Main underscore. So that's I C E M A Y N E underscore. Uh, and then simply on on Twitter, uh, I've got Instagram. Trying to use it a bit more, but it's Ice Main Gaming on on Twitter and Instagram. Right, and of course, I am Bram Pickle. You can find me on Twitch at Bram Pickle. You can find me on Twitter at Bram Pickle. And then my Instagram and my Facebook, which are a little bit of a conjoined account between my gaming side and my business side, which is always a lot of interesting things on there. Uh, and that's Brandon Pickle Entertainment. Uh, once more, I'd like to thank everyone that is listening to the podcast tonight. Uh, this is hopefully be the first of many. Uh, we're going to work on, obviously, the quality things like that and make sure that we can get a high quality stream and give you lots of latest things we're looking to get more community streamers on board we're looking to really turn this into something that everyone can get a lot out of and hopefully people can enjoy it listen learn a little bit and also learn the latest stuff about the best new games uh thank you very much guys but i think that's what's yeah, thanks for coming, everyone. yeah let's see i just a quick quick thanks for having us on for the the first ever one. Uh, first Ice Mania winner. Seems oh, fitting. Back to back, mate. Yeah. Back to back champion. <laughs> well, well, I'd like to say, first of all, big thanks to, to Miles. Um, known him for well over 10 plus years playing games. It's been a pleasure. And Brand, I've only met you through starting streaming. Lockdown. And it's been <laughs> absolute laughter. Yeah, and it's been, been a, a joy and a pleasure getting to know you, um, playing games with you, chatting away. Yeah. Um, Went from being a streamer to an actual friend, so it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. As I, as I said, oh, many a time, pleasure, 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 pleasure. Uh, obviously, thank you for everyone that's currently in the Twitch chat. Everyone's currently getting the pickles out, which is lovely to see. Um, and those of you that are listening, this was recorded live. <laughs> oh, we've got to remember to sign off one last time. Jadon is a bum. Thank, thank you very much though for all of you that have come listening if you want to send us any topics or themes that you want us to discuss hit us up on our socials 